Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Val Story grew up not far from Nashville and cut her vocal chops as a Nashville session singer. She enlisted the legendary Larry Cordell to produce her forthcoming sophomore album, Share Your Secrets With Me, which includes a tribute single to the late Nancy Griffith, Love at the Five and Dime. Val joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about her musical journey and this latest album. Good morning, Val. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad that uh, we were able to make this happen uh, so close to a holiday. Uh, we're all looking forward to um, uh, Thanksgiving, eating lots of turkey and sleeping in, taking some naps. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Um, we were chatting a few minutes offline, and uh, I, I'm from Virginia, and I noticed that uh, you were uh, spent a little part of your life in Roanoke before you uh, moved south. Tell me about that a little bit. That's right. Um, so my parents both are from Roanoke. Um, my dad grew up in Roanoke, and uh, my mom actually was born in Marion, Virginia, but they moved to Roanoke when oh, she was yeah, a, cool. a girl. Yeah, so... Um, but my dad and mom, both musicians, um, singers, songwriters, and so they they got the itch to move um, close to Nashville, so they did in 72, and uh, kind of started doing music here, and then my dad opened a recording studio, but mm, uh, cool. all that good stuff came from Virginia, though. My dad played, gosh, he had a little radio show when he was a boy, and oh, mama cool. had gospel group they're on a tv show together yeah. wsls i believe yeah but, right yeah yeah how yeah. about that <laughs> so <laughs> cool. it was just kind of in the blood to to come this direction i guess <laughs> yeah so you you grew up with music and music things around you then it was part of your yes. life yeah it really yeah from from day one <laughs> did you when did you catch the bug when did when was it what what pulled you into it to the you next know, level it's I'm not I'm not sure if this is what it is but I always go back to what my mom told me I, I was very um I, I'm a very introverted child um and I still have that it's kind of an extroverted introvert I mm. guess um but uh when uh actually right after we moved to um Gallatin which is just right north of Nashville um my mom and I were in a car accident and I, I hardly talked at all 
I mean, she told mm. me it was just impossible to get me to talk. And I was, I was a little over three years old and should have been talking. Um, and when we were in the hospital, which we were there for about three months, um, she said, I just started singing. Hmm. So I was laying in the, in the bed. I had let my legs were up cause they were broke and just all, you know, all kinds of yeah. stuff going on. But she said, you just started singing. I guess I did it maybe to soothe myself, mm-hmm. but I'd heard it, you know, I'd heard it since the day, well, probably before I was born, you know, and so, um, it was very soothing to me, I guess. So I guess that's when I really started singing. And then the bug probably hit me about, I would say really hit me at about 11. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to be like, there were contests going on mm-hmm. and I told my dad, this is really funny. I told my dad, I said, I, t- I said, we had a recording studio. My dad built a recording studio in Gallatin. And, and so again, introverted and very quiet. I went to my dad and I said, Hey dad, I want to be in a talent show. Hmm. He said, really? And I said, yeah. And he said, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm going to sing. And he said, can you sing? And I said, I think so. <laughs> so he was so, so sweet and brought a, brought a band in the studio and, and let me uh, record my first, you know, little things to kind of practice and, and then have a track for the um, talent show. Yeah. So okay. that's kind of where it really started. And uh, did you get I, you in? Know, I loved it. I, I did, and yeah. I won. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's encouragement. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was really really something. So, but uh, when did it happen for you professionally? When when did you move out of uh, that phase wow. and into doing something full time? Well, um, interesting enough, because of the studio, I had a lot of opportunities. Um, I think because of that, and because imagine, of my dad yeah. being a musician and my mom being a a, a singer and um, songwriter herself. Um, my mom started working with two of the Jordanaires, um, with, and another lady, they had a, uh, they had a quartet that they worked mm, together. And cool. yeah, it was really, really neat. And then when I was about 14, 15, um, I don't remember the circumstance, but I just remember that the other lady, um, who was in the group wasn't able to make this session so they asked me if i would do it and mm. i was like oh scared to death you know mm-hmm. ordinaires and i was i was like well okay <laughs> you know so we went in the studio and so that was my first professional recording was with two of the ordinaires which was Dwayne west and ray walker wow. uh, and uh, i loved it you know and then i started doing studio work um well i started uh traveling with a gospel group called pure faith when i was about I guess about 14 too. And we traveled every weekend doing um, gospel shows at different churches and, Hmm. and events. And, and then uh, let's see, I got a little older and uh, started doing demo work for songwriters. Um, And I did that for a long time. And I did do like, I did sing out. Like I sang at a jazz club in Nashville when I was like 16. Hmm. And I I know it was crazy. I've done so many things, but um, I've been, I feel very lucky though. I've had a lot of different, different experiences with different music and and uh i just love great music so yeah but um we uh really uh i guess the, the demo singing i did that so so much and uh then i decided one day i just wanted to go ahead and record an album because I was, I was getting a little bit older so i did a gospel album which i did that so my grandmother would be very happy and she was uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh and uh, you know, I got married. I had I had two children. I stayed home, did demo work, and uh, then uh, about 
eight, nine years ago, my daughter, who was heading to college, said, Mom, you really ought to go out and sing live again. Mm. And I thought, yeah, uh-uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the introvert in me was like, no, I don't, I don't, you know. And uh, long story short, by the grace of God and just some little things that happened without without really me doing anything i mean i did pray about it and mm-hmm. i asked god said, you know if that's what if you want me to go out and sing show me mm-hmm. because i i don't want to go knocking on doors i you know i'm at a place in my life where i love doing the the demo work i love doing background vocals i love all that i love mm-hmm. being in that mm-hmm. you know but if it's something you want you show me and i promise you it was not something that i i, I they put me on the um books at the station inn I went in and they told me, and I said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, we've got you on there for January 22nd. And I said, <laughs> uh, no, I think you got the wrong person. They said, no. And uh, uh, the sound guy, who actually is my ex-husband, <laughs> came over. He could tell something was going on, and he came over, and he said, oh, yeah, I told him you need to be singing again. So you're on the wow. you're on the uh, books for the 22nd. I said, I don't even have a band. Wow. He goes, you better get one. So, <laughs> and that started the whole. So, I've done so much in the last eight, nine years, probably more than I've done my whole life. I mean, I've been wow. so busy, and yeah. um, God's just really gave me opportunities and 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 put me around the best people I could be around, and um, I just feel very fortunate. So, so yeah. So, when did you you? So, you've cut two records. You've got a new one, and then the one, the first one. So, was that around about that time then? The the first. Uh, no, the first can't? one. No, the first one I did. I guess I was about, I was about twenty six when I did the first mm, the gospel okay. album. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I was so busy recording with other people that I really wasn't doing a lot of recording of my, you know, my own stuff. So, so I'm catching up now. Mm-hmm. So we've got the new record, and um, we actually have another record started. It it'll be probably finished in the next few months. And, oh, cool. Okay. And uh, and talking about another one. So. Um, yeah, so I'm making up for lost time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are are you doing, are you writing some of your own material? I am doing some writing. Um, we've, uh, we've got a couple on this first album and there'll be a couple on the next one. Um, been fortunate again to to get in and write with, um, some of the best songwriters in my opinion ever. Um, so that's, uh, which I've, you know, I've written a lot of different kinds of songs, but, songwriting's a whole it's a it's a different thing you know mm-hmm. you get, i'm my big thing is i'm like am i done is this song done i always because oh. i overthink everything and so i have to go to one of them and say is this done <laughs> you know? and they're like well yeah i think it is you know or whatever yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah it's a weird it's a weird thing especially when you're around those kind of songwriters yeah um, yeah you know um but man what gracious people they have been so yeah um, yeah, so I'm trying to write more, too. I'm, I'm making a goal of that. So We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. Do you have a process that you follow? Do you have an instrument of choice that you write with? Uh, tell me a little bit about yeah. the process for you. Yeah, usually acoustic guitar, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that, but however, there's sometimes I get melodies in my mind that I, I need a piano player, somebody mm-hmm. that you know, really can hear mm-hmm. whatever that chord is that, that I'm, you know, or they have different choices of chords, which, you know, make it, I can hear it, but I can't play it on the piano, yeah, if that okay. makes sense. And mm-hmm. some of them are so obscure that I don't play on guitar either. But um, but most of the time, it's, it's, at least for the projects we've been doing, is mainly guitar. And um, 
you know, the process for me, a lot of times we just go in and, and uh, talk. Mm-hmm. We just start talking or say, you know, we might say, hey, I heard this person the other day say, uh, da, 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 you know, like, oh, man, you know, it's really good. And, you know, we might try to write something around that or think it through or what's the story, you know, and mm-hmm. then you know, write it. And But we we actually, this the ones that's on this new record, we were in writing. We were trying to, up-tempo songs are really hard to find and they're very they're needed mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but and it, for an artist who loves ballads it, it's really hard to find an up-tempo song that you're like yes this suits me yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. so uh we went in to to do that we went in to write kind of a shuffle we thought we need a shuffle on this record and so um we did we 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 wrote the shuffle and it was really good and and we you know felt like and we were singing it through and everything and i said you know man, we, I love this, but we really, I really like slow and sad. You know, I'm just, I love slow and sad <laughs> songs. And so the, the, one of the other writers said, oh my gosh, let's write that slow and sad. And so we wrote this beautiful ballad that sounds like, sounds like something Patsy Klein would have done. Oh, um, cool. And uh, so proud of that. And uh, um, so we stayed there longer that day and said, let's, let's do that. You know, so yeah. that was really, really one of the, just a very exciting thing for me um, because I know that's a great song and, and I, not not because of me but because of where we were at and I think a lot of times that's how how songs or at least great songs happen I think sometimes the less thought about uh-huh. where it just kind of flows um, yeah it comes out you know because a lot of people you they'll say oh I wrote that hit song you know in like ten minutes you know and then they'll go oh I wrote that one it took me days to yeah, write that you yeah, know or whatever yeah. so. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, everybody has a different a different process, I think, and that's what I love about co-writing. Yeah, you know, I, I heard somebody uh, maybe in one of the interviews make the comment that um, it's if you spend enough time, you can write a good song, but oftentimes you just bump into the great songs. They're just they're kind of waiting right. to be stumbled into, you know. And so right. I, 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 that seems like a very um, I, from the stories I hear from other people, it seems like that's true often. Um, yeah. it's the, the great ones are the ones you really just kind of bump into. They're just, they're waiting mm-hmm. to be discovered. Right. Right. And then when they are, they just start kind of flowing, yeah. flowing out. And, and I've always been amazed how words, you know, can work together. It's like, wow, that's like, they're perfect. You know, yeah. it's it just yeah. amazes me when I listen to, to different lyrics of songs or, or read lyrics of songs. I'm like, now see if we didn't have that word, that wouldn't work. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just that's bizarre great. to me sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, I think it. I think it's a just kind of flows out sometimes, and and that's I like that. That's that's nice. It's better than getting in and kind of, you know, sitting in a think tank. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So the the record is "Share Your Secrets with Me." Right, is that the, that's right? The that's yep. that's yep. the title of the record. Share and and Larry Cordell helped produce it. Yeah, well, yeah. Larry Coral is producing it. Yep. That's correct, and uh, Chris Latham's doing a, who, who's a fantastic engineer. Uh, you know, been doing that that part for us, and have great musicians. Oh my gosh, on this mm. record, um, just, um, I mean, I can't. There's just so much that's that's happened with this thing. So, mm. but I will tell you this: Cord, we call him Cord mm-hmm. or the Mighty Cord. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. He's always been one of my favorite singer songwriters, um, and but but a great what a great guy. And you know when before we even went in to do 
these records, he had told me, you know, we, we've been doing Station in for several years already. And he said, Val, you know, you really, you really need to do a record. And, and I was like, oh, Cord, what would, it, you know, because music is so different now. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what would I do with it when I, you know, if I did it? And he mm-hmm. said, your kids would have it. If nothing else, you would, <laughs> you would have, a, yeah. you know, a, yeah. a, that this was me. I was here, you know, and, and I thought, okay. And then, we, you know, and, uh, and he told me, he said, and this is what got, well, his talent is what made me choose him as a producer, but cause I had some options. Um, but he told me, he said, I will, I will pay for it if you will do it. Wow. And, and he's not, but he, he's graciously giving all of his time and his producing just from his heart as a labor of love. And that's what he told me from the beginning. So, um, I thought, man, when somebody, when somebody wants to do something enough, mm-hmm. They're willing to do it like that. Mm-hmm. They really want to do it, and their heart will be in it. And yeah. that's what—that's what I love, you yeah. know. So, but man, all the—all the things on this record that will be heard—that it's like, oh, that was really cool, or that was really neat. It's, I yeah. can almost guarantee you, it was a Larry Cordell idea. Wow. That's so cool. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So you mentioned playing a lot currently do you so will you get to go out with this record are you going to try to do some festivals and, and tour do you have a band together well, for this i i can i don't necessarily have a band i can put one together pretty quick um just from you know folks i know and mm-hmm. things like that but uh, and the monday band would be great but a lot of them they travel with so many you know they travel with people themselves mm-hmm. so um my hope really is to um just get it heard as much as I can and uh, maybe do some, I'd love to do some overseas touring, to be honest, wow, like in the UK cool. and do things. And I've had a lot of, um, surprisingly, and a lot of response already from, from that part of the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I kind of, Greg, I'm kind of one, I mean, I'll work hard to get things happening. Mm-hmm. However, I really do always kind of just say, God, show me, show me where you want me. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. He has always done that. And that brings me such peace because I know I'm in the place I'm supposed to be. Yeah, and that may not awesome. be in front of a gazillion people. It may be in front of, it may be in front of 15, yeah, you know, yeah. but I know that I'm supposed to be there. Yeah. And, uh, and for whatever reason, they're supposed to be there. So that's right. just kind of the way, but I do, I mean, who, I'd love to travel and do do shows. So, um, you know, COVID's changed things a lot too. Yes. Just with, um, still, just trying to, you know, make things make things work. So, but I hope so. <laughs> well, it looks like the festival scene is waking back up. Maybe it you is. know, it did it did some in twenty one, and and it seems like uh, people people's intentions are for it to be kind of back to normal in 22. So yes. we're hoping for that anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. It's time. Oh, I'm telling you. You're yeah. Kidding. And yeah. you know, boy, when, when during all that, you, I mean, I don't know about you, but we, you talk about missing, I, you mm-hmm. know, I had a lot of musicians, friends of mine say, you know, can you imagine not ever being able to do that again? Yeah. And, um, I'm like, no, you know, and, and as much, I mean, I love, I love singing. I never listen to myself after I've recorded something, I, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, once, I mean, I'll fix things if I need to fix something mm-hmm. that I know, mm-hmm. but at some point I have to go, okay, you make a choice because I overthink yeah. everything. Yeah. So, um, but just the, the feeling of doing something on stage, uh, singing a song uh, or a lyric that 
moves somebody that that means something to them or or takes them away from their troubles a little while that mm-hmm. that means that's why i sing yeah honestly it yeah. is and uh and it comforts me sure you know yeah. so um well that that brings yeah. the divine back into it you know right if you you following that to begin with and you can make that connection on stage it uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be a religious experience. It can right. it can be something they're taking away because they needed to hear what you had to sing. Exactly, you're exactly right. Music is powerful. It is. Yep. It is. Yep. I'm glad we're getting it back. Um, I, I, oh, yes. Many artists did what they could to keep it alive, but there's there's something special about being being in the audience. And I know from your perspective, being on stage when you've got that mm-hmm. three dimensional connection there it's it's not the same as watching it on a computer so yeah and it showed i think a lot of that showed people we 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 need each other Mm -hmm. for sure yeah so and um so that's a good thing (laughs) so you mentioned there's there's more on the way uh i I, so soon (laughs) on the next one are you about ready to start recording that one well that close we've we've yeah we actually when we went in on this first one we uh which was pre-covid it was right before Hmm. covid so everything shut down but we um we recorded 15 sides and um which is kind of just an odd but there was just there was songs that's just like i really want to do this Mm -hmm. you know so we did and and then when we got back in after covid which because everything had to shut down Mm -hmm. um you know we kind of we revisited all that and and um cord said you know, Val, you got 15 sides. If you do five more, you got another album. Hmm. <laughs> so why don't we do that? You know, yeah. I said, so, so we did. We went ahead and recorded those tracks, and then we split them to say, this is going to be on this album. This will be on this album. Oh, cool. And um, then we started, of course, working on what was going to be on the first album, getting all that done. And then... Um, and we're we're very very close with the whole thing now, so it won't be too long. Mm-hmm. And um, then we'll start um, working on on the second one. So yeah, it's just uh, that's awesome, it's crazy. I mean, making up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if if folks want to check out the new record or uh, get on your mailing list, uh, be in touch. What's the best way to to make all that happen? Gosh, uh, Val Story Sings, and it's Story, S-T-O-R-E-Y, ValStorySings.com. And uh, go, go on there and say hi to me. There's a place where you can you can say hi. And then um, I'm on Facebook, you know, all social media stuff, uh, Val Story Sings also, um, Instagram, all that. So, and I love to hear from folks. So if there's somebody out there and you want to you wanna ask me something or say hi, I'd love that. So uh, I like to see who's out there and who's listening and uh means a lot to me music on spotify itunes all the oh yeah streaming. yeah okay yeah so yeah thank you for that <laughs> i'm not a good salesman I'm no like, that's all right yes. I, yeah. uh no you're right yeah all those all those streaming things spotify yeah um amazon music um gosh i guess uh, see i don't even know all of oh, them oh there's so many yeah right there's so many that's good well 
Well, somebody's got you in the right place. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Val. This has been great. I've enjoyed oh, uh, learning you. your story and, and I wish you well with all of it. This sounds exciting. Thank you so much. It is. And um, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful to you for being able to do this interview today. I appreciate it so much. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. Apply a little splash when your windshield's getting dirty. Just apply a little splash when your windshield's full of grime, bugs, dirt, and snow. Just use a little splash and be safe on the road. Splash, splash, splash. Apply a little splash when your windshield's getting dirty. Just apply a little splash. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.